Hello, this is Kayla, HR manager in the construction industry, and you're listening to HR Talk with Ricky Bias and JC. Hello, beautiful people. It's Ricky Baez, co-host of the HR Talk podcast, coming to you live from beautiful Central Florida, Orlando, Florida, over at the A1A Beachfront Studios. Today is Sunday, January 16th. And let me tell you, folks, if you live in the Central Florida area, anywhere within Orlando, northeast, southwest of the Orlando International Airport. So if you live in that area, then you woke up to the alarms of tornado warnings, either on your phone, on your TV, on whatever electronics you have to uh, to send you information. But man, what a jolt it was to wake up at 6.30 this morning to those alarms. It was a really bad morning with winds and, um, and rain, and it just, it just reminded me of a hurricane. Way too early. That doesn't happen until June, but we're in January. But either way, hopefully everybody's okay. I saw there was a tornado that touched down on I-75, so hopefully everybody is okay there. JC is off today. He was uh, out celebrating the Bills' win last night. They got to get some recognition. And let me tell you, those Buffalo Bills, man, if you if you haven't seen this team play, they have an offense for the ages and that quarterback Allen he is doing an amazing job with that team with that franchise and he let that team seven possessions seven touchdowns it was almost a nearly perfect offense to the the former dynasty it was New England who was uh, over at a at a in in Buffalo Orchard Park New York where the Buffalo Bills play but man it, it's at some point it got from from being a good game to a great game to man, I feel bad for New England. <laughs> it just, it was just really, it was, it was a smack down. So let me tell you, that city, they deserve it. The fans, the fans that were out in Orchard Park, New York, last night in the freezing cold, single digits. It was insane. They were out there. They deserve that win. That whole city, they deserve it. Let's see who wins today, and let's, we'll see what who the Bills are going to play next week. But folks. We do have a special guest today, and that's why I'm here to kind of let you know who the special guest is. But, we, but before we talk about that special guest, I would not be doing you or the show any justice if I don't talk about the Supreme Court ruling from Thursday. Unless you're not an HR professional or you are an HR professional and you've been living under a rock, you have been waiting for this ruling since actually the, since last Friday. Since uh, not this past Friday, the previous one, when they heard original oral arguments when it comes to the current administration's vaccine mandate. So finally, the Supreme Court, they, uh, they uh, put out a position and they struck down the current administration's vaccine mandate for private employers with 100 employees or more. But they upheld the medical personnel portion of it, which that was it's that was to be expected. A lot of the uh, um, legal circles that I uh, congregate in, 
I'm not an attorney, but I do have a lot of friends that are attorneys. And they said, based on how the oral arguments went last Friday and the kind of questions the justices have, it kind of led them to believe that they were going to uh, side strike down the private employer portion of it um, and leave the medical personnel one in place, which again, if you are an HR professional where you support a business with 100 employees or more, regardless of how you voted, regardless of where you are on the political spectrum, you are clapping. You're clapping because this was going to be a headache to manage. It really was. And it was going to affect not 80 million working Americans in the United States. So, um, you know what? That deserves a, an applause. That deserves a lot of cheer. But I will be doing you a disservice if I did not talk about that. But that's not why we're here today. The reason we are here today is because I, I've been planning this for a long time. And I finally got an opportunity to sit down with a good friend of mine, uh, somebody who I've, I've worked in in the early parts of in the early times of my HR career, and uh, she and I worked together with which you'll find that in the interview here in just a bit. She worked she and I worked together back in two thousand six two thousand seven, um, and uh, she was an HR professional. So was I. Um, I continued in human resources, and she had her her career took us took her not us. Her career took her uh, into uh, a lot of lefts, a lot of rights, a lot of ups, a lot of downs that led her to where she is right now, where she is a best-selling author. So right now she does, what she does is she writes romance novels, and she is really damn good at it. So, be, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, check out Jackie Walker. Check this out. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a special guest today. The person I have today is a world-renowned author. She used to be in human resources and for some bizarre reason said, I hate this crap, decided to get out, pivoted in her career and decided to become an author. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Jackie Walker. Jackie. Hello. Hi. How Beautiful are you? people of HR. And, and beyond, not just HR. <laughs> yes. we, we, we don't discriminate who listens to us. Anybody that wants to listen to us talk about the boring subject of human resources is welcomed. They are welcome. So, But how are you, my friend? It's been a while since you and I were able to sit down and talk, let alone actually record a podcast. You've, well, actually, you've never done a podcast before, right? I've never done a podcast. This is a new experience for me. It's very exciting. So you're going to include it in your good. next book. I'm doing awesome. really good. Yeah? Good. Yeah. Good. Um, I'm living the dream. I have as many cats as I want. <laughs> my my boss is myself. I do my own performance reviews. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? Last time I only got a four out of five, though. You it's, are it's really critical on yourself. <laughs> I, <love laughs> I have it. a poor attitude with my coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> and your boss. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. That bitch. Well, for, <laughs> we're off to a great start. Well, uh, folks, the reason I wanted to uh, to interview Jackie is because Jackie, uh, actually, she and I met working together in human resources many years um, ago, and that's we've right. had a lot of ups, a lot of downs. And Jackie, it, it's a, uh, I, it's, it's you and I talked before we started recording, and you're not too familiar with the podcast world. So it's so you, you have did see murders only in the building. What? what the show on Hulu only murders in the building? It's based on a murder crime podcast. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, I haven't. 
please watch this show. Steve Martin, uh, Martin Short, Selena Gomez. It's an incredible show. You will love it. Steve Martin, Martin Short. Yes. And as, as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, they're really old now, and I don't think they'll relate. I was so wrong. So At this the end shit. of the first episode, I was like, what just happened? Oh, my freaking God. Like, Selena Gomez makes it relevant enough that you're you're like, okay, I'll, I'll bite. But okay. it's so good. And it's based on these people that are all listening to, like, those true crime podcasts. <laughs> oh, and, I got to uh, check that out then. It's I- really good. Yeah. So that is my only experience with podcasts until today. And I have a feeling just based on how things are going that I am going to become a podcast aficionado after this. I think I'm you are. probably get addicted. I think, I think it's hilarious that your only exposure or reference to podcasts is a show on Hulu about <laughs> a podcast that starts two thirds of the three amigos and Selena Gomez. <laughs> Got it. I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> now I need to go back and watch to see if they did like the pelvic thrust. Thing they cannot from- do that without Chevy Chase. They can't. It, it, it's, right, I know right, he's an right, ass. Right, right, I right. understand he's an ass. I'm sorry. I don't right. know it. That's that's what I've heard. But it's two thirds was- of three amigos. I mean, come on. I need to go back and look at the show with a lens of, to see if they do any throwbacks to that because that is an excellent point. I think later on, you and I should do a podcast live watching that show, getting my reaction <laughs> for the first time. We're doing that. All right, we're doing that. Awesome. Well, <laughs> so so Jackie and I work together. So dude, we got thirty minutes. So Jackie and I work together in HR, and we have experienced some ups and downs um, mm-hmm. in that space. And many. Uh, Jackie, so you don't know this. I said this a lot. So many on the show. hallway goodbye parties. So <laughs> many hallway goodbye. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk okay. about that one because right? I love that story. Um, no, so. Um, um, uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of my rationale in human resources uh, that has helped me today to be to 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 get me where I'm at today. I learned at the place you and I worked many years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say Orange County government here in Orlando, yeah. Florida, where I learned a lot of things how not to do at work. Is <laughs> <Right? laughs> for working in an HR environment. I, I hope do you, I mean, you probably have people from there that listen. Oh, I'm sure oh yes. You have. I've, I've gotten feedback. I uh, well, oh God, I'm going to put them on blast for just a second. Um, Cause uh-huh. it sounds like you already did. Uh-huh. Um, there were so many examples of what not to do in that place. <laughs> it was almost like it was written by a satirical novelist. Well- <laughs> like, well, I mean, fast forward 15 years later, <laughs> it kind of is, right? Because, it, it we're, is. okay, we're jumping ahead. We're jumping ahead. We Here's are. why. Here's why. Because you worked there. I left, right? I did other things in, in, in human resources. You yeah, left. Yeah, and I have to say the mood of the place dropped drastically after you left. That really? See, that I sucks. Just felt, I never went downstairs anymore after you left. Oh, really? <laughs> Man, we had fun. We had fun. Yeah, so yeah, because you left and then you did other things, and then you went um, to an insurance agency. You went to a theme park, and then Mm -hmm. where you are right now, you are a bona fide author, which I find awesome because I remember you. You did a lot of a lot of the communications for HR for Orange County government. I'm like, oh damn, she's pretty good at this. And to see you do this now, it's it's just a perfect perfect fit yeah 
It is. I felt like my entire life I was trying to fit into um, that stupid, you know, puzzle outline Mm -hmm. and my edges never fully fit. I Mm. was always a little too loud, a little too funny or crazy or thought she was funny, (laughs) a little too inappropriate, I would say, um, I had to school it quite a bit and I got good at hiding who I truly was. Um, But I never felt like I knew my path. I was doing what kind of came to me, like what fell in my lap. Um, Hey, this job looks interesting. I'm going to post for it and maybe I'll get it. Maybe I'll transfer. And then that would open up another door. And I just kind of kept going forward to whatever path was laid ahead of me. It wasn't my own. And it wasn't until COVID struck and I lost my job at Disney with, with the mass layoffs that I looked at my life and said, what do I want to do? Everything is closed. It's not like I can go, you know, start applying for stuff. Nobody was hiring. Uh, I was reading a lot of romance novels at the time. And being that I had a background in communications, in writing, writing was always something that was just natural for me. Um, I said, what the hell? Let me just try this. They had this, uh, it's called NaNoWriMo. It's every year in November. I had never heard of it until I started looking into maybe I could be a a writer. Mm -hmm. I have stories that I want to tell. Okay. Um, NaNoWriMo is this national uh, event that this nonprofit organization puts on. The idea is for you to write an entire novel during the month of November. And they have uh, all kinds of education. They have goal tracking. They have all these tools and resources on this website and on Facebook. And so So it's kind of like this national event for independent writers to just inspire them and to encourage them. So I was like, what the hell? I started, the goal is to write like 2000 words a day. And then at the end of the month, you have like a small novel. Wow. Okay. I blew that shit out. I started (laughs) writing by like the 20th of the month. I had like 95,000 words and you're supposed to have like 50, 55. I was just, this shit was pouring out of me. And I was so happy. I was in love with these characters I was creating. I was in love with this world. And I was like, this story, I don't know where it came from. I just started with like a basic idea of the single mom with an autistic kid, which is me, Mm. Um, even though it's not me in the story. It's all fiction. And I just wanted to give her a happy ending. And shit just started happening to her in the story. And it just flew out of me. So during that process, and then I had to look into what does it mean to be a self-published author and how does that work and who does the formatting and what about paperbacks and how do I get a cover designer, editor, proofreader? Uh, you become a business person. I am a, I call myself an authorpreneur because I'm really having to do everything associated with my business. I don't have any staff. I don't have a personal assistant yet. Uh, I don't have a marketing person, social media. I have to do all that. Yeah. Um, but during that process, I like discovered this power inside me, this joy inside me. And I, I've connected with readers and other authors that just get it. Yeah. And I'm like, damn it, this is where I fit in life. This is why I didn't fit into those puzzle pieces before. 
I wasn't made for that. This is like my, I finally found my calling and shit. It feels amazing. So, it feels amazing. So I'm Jackie, you have no idea how happy I am for you. I mean, seriously, oh, you know, you. because it, it's, uh, I, I know what it feels like to work in, to work in a position where mm-hmm. you've gone to school for, you've got this certain skill set. And you don't feel like you're using those skill sets to your full potential. Trust me, I know what that feels like, yes. right? But Jackie, normally when somebody in HR decides to leave and they write a book, normally it's a book on HR, right? Employer relations, yeah. compensation. Uh, it, it's it's a, anything that has to do with HR. You in a mm-hmm. slightly different way. So you're writing... <laughs> <laughs> You write romance novels, but not just any romance novels. They're 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 a little bit out there. And here's why I know because I haven't read them, but I I do follow you on social media and I see what your fans post. And I'm yeah. like, hold up, this isn't this is some Twilight <laughs> shit right here, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is a little bit different. It is. Um, I do romantic comedies for adults. Um, and I put as- aspects of suspense, yeah. uh, a little bit of mystery, maybe. Um, well, no, no mystery is not the right word, but suspense. And I put a ton of comedy, a ton of um, inappropriate language. My <laughs> characters are real people, yeah. but I decided to, and I even thought of doing a pen name. When I left, I was like, if I'm going to write things that have like, graphic love scenes do i really want you know people that went to high school with me to be able to look <laughs> this up and be like damn because you know if you read that you ought to automatically assume she but does it's, that it's you, right? in the bedroom. <laughs> creepy or cool or or <laughs> creepy or cool that's a long spectrum you, it could be any of those, those things. Um, and i was like should i do a pen name and then i i came up with a pen name at first and i did my first manuscript, put the pen name on it. And I felt sick in my stomach. I went looking at it with my pen name on it. Uh I felt sick because I was like, no, this is mine. I worked hard on this shit. I want my name on it. Got it. So I hit the backspace button, put in my real name and it felt right. And I just said, you know, kind of fuck it. I'm proud of this. Own it. If somebody doesn't like it, that's fine. I'm not going to judge them. Yeah. Hopefully they won't judge me because this is what I like. This is what I read. This is the time, types of books I read and what I like. And there is a huge uh, following out there. There's a huge, I mean, most people that read romance, yeah, they're sweet and clean, nice, cozy little romances. That's not me at this stage in my life. <laughs> Got it. Like I and I, I really think there's like an aspect of feminism to romance novels. It's re- very empowering. There's so many aspects where women are, you know, claiming their bodies and 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 owning what they want. And I, I just think it, that who cares who no judges Jackie? Just who cares? It's exactly no. what you said. It felt right, right? It so did. it felt right with putting your name on it. And something you just said about two minutes ago, you said that it's you started writing, but then all these different things happened to to the characters that you just love. Yes. And I love how you phrased it that way. Because all those things happening to the characters, you're writing, but you're making it sound like you discovered this for yourself. And it reminded I me. Am. It reminded These me. These characters do things. I just, you know, basically take. But you notes. write it. <laughs> <laughs> and 
It's just a few days ago, I saw an interview with Quentin Tarantino. And mm-hmm. I think Joe Rogan, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. And then Joe Rogan asked him about his writing process. And Quentin said something that really stuck out to me that reminded me of what you just said right now. Mm-hmm. He says that he writes, he writes everything up until the, uh, the, the midway part of the story. From the mm-hmm. midway part to the end, it writes itself because as he builds up these characters, the characters kind of take a life of their own. And he, yes. he, they go down their own path. It's so true. And I never under I never could relate to that. I always thought, well, that's bullshit. It's all coming from your head, yeah. dear author. What do you mean <laughs> these characters are talking to you or they're not? And it's not like they're really talking to me. I don't have conversations going on in my head per se. But <laughs> per se. <laughs> I do feel like <laughs> I mean I do, yeah. but <laughs> right. <laughs> those are NSFW. Um <clears throat> no, I they really do. They take on a life of their own. Um they go off the track that I've laid carefully with my outline. I've plotted and paced and uh, thought this is where the story should go. And it doesn't, for example, in my first novel, it's called love another chaos. Um, The main character, she works as a physical therapist. Uh, I didn't, I was really torn on this side note. Uh, I decided to use real places, and I think in the future series I'm going to make up names because I'm like, you know what, the more and more people read this, I don't want them to have a bad association with an actual company because Ah. I mentioned it in my novel and something inappropriate happened there. Um, In the first novel, Love and Other Chaos, she's a physical therapist at the University of Tampa. Mind you, I've never been there. (laughs) I mean, I've been on the campus. I took a tour, but that was it. I just thought it was a beautiful campus. It reminded me of Rollins a little bit where you and I both went. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of was like, I like it. My characters all live in Clearwater, Tampa area. I just kind of thought that I wanted a beach scene. Anyway, so she, uh, in the story I had plotted out, she's working. Uh, I just had like a normal day at the office for her. And all of a sudden her boss came in and he was really creepy and pervy to her. And it turned into like this sexual harassment kind of side plot Mm. that I was not expecting at all. And that really was born from experiences that I've had in my life in the past with um, leadership that, I mean, I think probably every woman experiences it, unfortunately, or at least I don't know what the statistic is, probably three out of four women. I don't know. I'm just making that up. Don't fact check that. (laughs) I Um, will right now. (laughs) Let me tell. Hey, hey, uh, intern, can you fact check that? And and for everybody listening, I don't have an intern here today, so I just said that to sound cool. I don't have an intern. Sorry. I will fact check it later when I'm in in bed, about to go to bed. I would say, how about this? A large number of women experience sexual harassment in the workplace. I believe that. And when I was writing my character, Kara, she had a a boss that came and was making inappropriate advances. He put her in for a promotion, got her promoted, and then he was expecting, you know, kind of a quid pro quo sexual favor from her. That story, um, while it's not, you know, completely based on anything that happened, the character was inspired. Um, But it's really strange. Just like he said, I got her to a certain point and then the story just took over. And it's, it's kind of an amazing experience when that happens. I just feel like that's when the magic is made. 
So this is interesting because normally people use their previous experience in HR to write an HR book. You've mm-hmm. used it yes. to write a a romance novel. Yes. How, how do you get? How do you get? A, because look, any sexual no sexual harassment is a good sexual harassment, right? Every single one, right. uh, you know, affects anybody who experiences negatively. How do you take right. something so negative and make it into a romance novel? How does that happen? Um, I used uh, her experiences. Um, I used. Let me rephrase that. I used my experiences about how it would be reported, mm-hmm. how it would be received. Um, I kind of was able to draw on things that I saw when I worked in HR and put it into, um, I guess, a framework. Mm-hmm. And so from there, the character had to handle things on her own because unfortunately we live in a world where if a woman does report uh, sexual harassment, there becomes a, he said, she said, yeah. there becomes a burden of proof on the, on the, uh, victim. Um, and so in this, uh, novel, she had to figure out a way to beat the system mm. and she relied on, uh, her boyfriend to some extent, but it was also part of her journey as a character to, um, overcome the situation to use her resources that were around to use her contacts that she had uh, at her place of employment, her friends and coworkers to kind of uh, they almost set him up um, and and catch him on camera. Oh. And so she uses every tool imaginable. Yeah, it's pretty cool. She, act, I don't want to reveal. Don't give it, it away. Don't give it away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's really cool how she does it. Like, there's aspects of social media in there because uh, she has a friend who's an influencer, yeah. and uh, it's it's just really good because, unfortunately, if you want to take down someone who has power over you, you have to really turn the tables, and you have to get that power. So I, I had it was part of her character journey and her believing in herself and using her resources. Because at the beginning of the story, uh, she is very much living in a world that is happening to her. Mm -hmm. She's taking care of her aging parents. She's got an autistic son. Um, She thinks she'll never find love. And it's just chaos surrounding her life. So through this, she takes that power. She makes the connection with the hero. uh, and, And that kind of helps. He's really, really encouraging to her and supportive. Um, and so she gets that support. So that's kind of how I worked in a wow. sexual harassment into a romance novel. <laughs> I just, it's just, it, it's, you know what? So look, I'll, I'll say it now. Normally before this call, cause I didn't know that, right? I've known you for yeah. a long time. I didn't know that piece, but now, well, before I'm like, I'm not going to read a, ro- a romance novel. No, but you totally should. Now, I'm about to now. I, it's everybody it's, knows, <laughs> but dude, your, okay. your book cover you know has what? a shirtless guy on it. Rip- I know. And I actually have men that read and I've had a few men reach out and ask for alternative covers so that they're not seen in public holding one of my books that has a shirtless dude on it with the eight pack. Stop. You have men that are, again, nothing wrong with that, but that they're calling you or reaching out to you saying, can you have a different cover? Yes. Wow. It's pretty pretty complimentary. It is. It really is. It really is. is. Um, 
another guy said, could you just put a woman on it for me? <laughs> just for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of doing it just for fun. Um, but yeah, so statistically, Ricky, um, men who read romance are actually better lovers. What? I'm just gonna put that what statistic is that? Um, it's, um, it's, I'm, uh, I'm going to look it up. Hey, enter uh, Yahoo answers. <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> you just say Yahoo answers. <laughs> Well, let me log in with my Excite email to get my Yahoo Answers then. It is a statistic made up by romance novelists. <laughs> well, you know what, though? I believe no, but it's it. it's true because in this you will learn the pitfalls of relationships. Um, you will see how to become a better listener. It's yeah. honestly, uh, there was this TikTok by uh, one of my fans who is a straight male. He is He's a self-proclaimed Bubba, he is from Alabama. Mm-hmm. He is a good old boy, and he loves romance novels. Okay, and a TikTok of him went viral talking about romance novels. He was at a romance novel convention in Philadelphia, and yeah, he millions of views on a TikTok of him talking about, "Hey guys, if you're out there, you should be reading romance. Here's why." <laughs> and it was fabulous, and I love him. Shout out Joey Bowden, but my Bowden, my uh, official Bubba. I love him. That is awesome. So, yeah. I, there, there's a conference. I never knew yes. there was a. Con- I am so out of there's the loop, many. Jackie. I really you, am. romance is a multi-million dollar industry oh i believe i am not lying and romance readers are voracious they it's kind of crazy because i work for like months on a book between the writing the editing the you know release marketing all of that and they gobble it up in a day and they're like give me the next one and i'm like fuck (laughs) well so so i've published some hr stuff in the past for magazines and articles and the only accolade not not that I do it for people to respond but I got a couple of people on social media hey that was great fine but then I read your reviews on Amazon mm-hmm. people love these books and I'm reading it I'm like man I'm in the wrong business I'm in the you wrong are. business because if you have people a heck of a my- following I do and it's and it's it's small potatoes yet but it's growing steadily yeah. um the more social media that I do the more people that just take a chance it's kind of hard when you're starting out and I'm still on that upward slope yeah. uh, because sometimes people don't want to take a chance on a new name you know you're investing your time and your money even if it's only a few dollars um you you want something you trust you want the Nora Roberts or you know the big names um Stephen so King. So getting people to take a ch- she no. is a huge romance novelist. Stephen She's King? like the queen. Stephen King is well obviously suspense no. and mystery. But yeah, you want somebody like that. So to get people to take a chance on you, it's all about the reviews yeah. and it, they people read it on Amazon. That's So reviews are king. So but yeah, but so it's out there. Romance novelists are drying their tears when you mock them with dollar bills. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> with dollar bills there we go all right so so you've taken your previous experiences and you've incorporated mm-hmm. them into into these books into these stories mm-hmm. are you ever concerned that maybe some of the people that were involved in those experiences may come back and say hey man you're talking about me are you ever concerned yes, about I'm, that i'm terrified now oh oh my but, god uh... <laughs> oops Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I am. I, I, so here's the thing. Um, I think every 
author probably goes through this and I'm sure it's possible at some point somebody might say, Hey, that bears a striking resemblance to me. Here's the thing though. The people that are going to think that are the dicks in these books. So for them to step up and go, Hey, I was the one who was inappropriately grabbing you or, you know, a very, very close talker. They're not going to probably want to come up and admit that. I would think. I would Um, Uh, just a random guess i mean you're right it's i don't think if they come up and admit that then they're you know what there's something wrong with them which explains what they did to begin with which would make perfect sense but here's the thing here's why you shouldn't worry jackie if you have the right to express what happened from your perspective right regardless Mm -hmm. what they say right yeah if this happened to you and this is your way to let that out shit let it out let it out and write about it it's so funny you say that because in the acknowledgments that's of that first book, that's what I put. Right. I said in there, this story just happened, and it was a way for me to kind of stick it to the man. Mm-hmm. No offense. Yeah. Um, no offense, 51% of your listeners. Uh, <laughs> 49 uh, is okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 49. Um, I'm good then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a way for me to take power in my own way yeah. that I wasn't able to do then. I mean, I I left one of the jobs because of a situation like that. In fact, um, the team that I worked with at that job was the best team I ever worked with in my life. We were friends inside and outside of the office. We had each other's back. We were, uh, we made working a breeze. Like it was just that perfect team, you know, there every now and then that synergy just comes together and it's just the right people at the right time at the right place. One by one, we all left because of a leader who uh, just couldn't be managed by, you know, the higher ups. It's I'm going to say it. I was one of them. (laughs) I was one. No, I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me make sure. I was one of the people that left, not the people who harassed Jackie, (laughs) making sure I'm doing that right. Asterisk. Yeah, I'm the one that left. <laughs> oh. No, please. Yeah, no, one by one the team dissolved, and that's probably the most unfortunate thing that could have happened to that organization. Yeah. But it just goes to show you how one person can just totally destroy uh, a situation. That said, it was it was great in my novel to be able to take that power and to give my heroine her happy ending instead of you know, leaving with her tail between her legs and trying to find greener pastures. So that's what I wanted to ask, because I know it, there's nothing funny about sexual harassment. Right. And, right. and there there's no happy ending to any sexual harassment. Right. It, it's it's something very serious. But it, it's it's you're saying this novel is a romance model, not novel and has comedy in it. So I'm mm-hmm. assuming this person had a happy ending, a happy, well, happy ending, mm-hmm. that's a, a happy life because. Right. I, I haven't read the book. Life so, is real. You're, so you're able to turn that around into an entertaining novel where people, well, it, it, dude, again, I'm on Amazon. I was on there earlier today and I'm looking at your books. So I'm like, man, she's got, she's got quite a following and she has yeah. a niche here. So that right there, I am so happy for you for that. So you got two books, Thank right? You. One of them is, what's it called? Five oh. books. You got five I published five books Holy in a freaking year. I was a monster this year. What are the names of the books? 
the first, it's all in the same series, the Love and Laughs series. Uh, the first one is Love and Other Chaos. The second one follows a sister of the, the main chick in the first one, Love and Other Mistakes. And then uh, that's kind of like an opposites attract with an accidental pregnancy. The next one is Love and Other Lies, and that's a, a fake marriage uh forced proximity romance novel readers will know these tropes uh, <laughs> uh, then we have love and other trouble that is two people that meet each other when they both find out their uh, boyfriend and girlfriend are cheating on each other cheating on them with each other oh wow and so there's like a big confrontation she throws her uh lunch all over them and then rage kisses the other guy to piss off her boy it's great um (laughs) and then uh, they engage in a prank war and then love and other accidents is my newest release this one feature features so this one is interesting because i made the hero uh a business owner and i took some of my experience being an authorpreneur and being a business owner myself, like my business is yeah. Jackie Walker. That is who I am now. Uh, JackieWalker.com. No, AuthorJackieWalker.com. But um, I took some of that experience and I put it into his, you know, personality and character because he owns his own dog training business in the book. Um, but I just, I, that's Love and Other Accidents. It's an enemies to lovers book. But yeah, so they follow the Amos family of siblings. They're five siblings in their late thirties to mid forties. They're older than most romance novels always seem to happen to people in their twenties for some reason. Like they're the only people that can find love (laughs) my ass. Um, (laughs) We'll see about that. Hold my beer. Um, But yeah, so they follow the series of siblings and I I put uh, an autistic child in the first book and his name is miles and uh throughout the stories you kind of see uh how he masterminds them falling in love and finding their partners dude don't don't give it away because now i'm really interested i want to check that out i'm actually going to check it out and i'm going to be brave enough to read it with the cover with the cover you have on right (laughs) boom i'm letting everybody know that stick it stick it to the man ricky (laughs) in your own way yeah, no, it's okay. Um, look, so, <laughs> so Jackie. We in, are off topic. I, we I'm are sorry. off topic. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's, Train wreck. I need, I need a favor from you. I need a favor from you. Yes. In about 15 years, when Netflix comes to you and says, we want to make this into a series. That's going to be in five years. That's Oh, five years. Okay, in five that's years. That's my goal. So you've got to incorporate the quirky Puerto Rican, slightly overweight HR guy. You have to. You have to. You got to incorporate me in there, man. Okay. I want to put you in this next series. I'm doing a spinoff series now that I'm writing, and it's a bodyguard uh, kind of business. Uh-huh. Because in the fifth book, the heroine has to hire bodyguards for – she has a stalker. Oh, wow. And uh, how I make the, these kind of things into romantic comedies, I'll never know, but uh-huh. I do it. Um, anyways, so it's security, but they have their own business. They need an HR guy. So I'm going to make Dude. you my muse for the quirky. You're not quirky. Um, You're not oh, quirky. fine. You're I sarcastic. I am. You're real. <laughs> I uh, am sarcastic. <laughs> I guess you have some quirks, but who doesn't, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I was just, I, it's, look, I don't care. I just want to get in the book. 
What should I name him? I, Ricky, should he, I guess I could make him. No, I wasn't going to make you him. You know what? Him. I think my character should be the only one that's real. Ricky Bias. <laughs> just call me Ricky Bias. I'm Fuck okay with yes, that. I'm doing it. I'm it's doing just, it. And everything is end, fake I'm except gonna, me. I'm going to put your website for consulting services. Dude, yes. <laughs> Dude, boom, we got this. This, this was this. a business, a collaboration. When Hollywood agent right says, on. let's do lunch, this is what they mean right here. <laughs> this is what they mean right here. <laughs> so, all right, one more question for you, Jackie, because we are running out of time. So no. you've got five books. You've got all of your uh, – it, it, do you think – you will be where you are right now, writing these books, getting the traction you are getting. If you haven't experienced those experiences in the HR world. Uh, absolutely not. Um, would I be writing possibly would the stories be as, uh, realistic and meaningful? No, not a chance. Um, I I, th- I learned so much working in HR, and I don't regret those years at all. Um, it just, at, in the end of the day, it wasn't for me. I felt too stifled. Yeah. So I would say, since you do have a lot of listeners that are, you know, maybe contemplating career changes or, you know, following their dreams, or maybe they're advising people mm. who aren't quite happy where they are and, and are asking for changes of roles or, or what have you, or, or help like that. Um, Keep trying to find your your spark or your passion um, because, you know, good things will happen if you just keep moving forward. I think if it's unfortunate that it took COVID happening and losing my job and sitting on the couch in a, a haze of, you know, empty rum bottles and hey, <laughs> just what was I? <laughs> Jeez, did everyone see the recycling during the lockdown? Holy shit, wine bottles empty. At least people still bad. recycled. <laughs> I mean, that's the way I'm looking at it. That's true. <laughs> at least I they saw still did a video it. of a guy walking down the street on trash day, and it was just like alcohol everywhere. I was like, yeah, everybody's drinking this, their worries away. Um, but yeah, during that, it's it's unfortunate it took that as an impetus to do something that was giving me this much passion, but it happened. But anyways, yeah, um, working at HR, seeing the things I saw provides so much fodder for <laughs> a, a novelist, so much, because you can't write that shit that you see. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but you're right. You can't make that up. I mean, life mm-hmm. has to happen. And the reason I'm touching on that, Jackie, is because I know these past couple of years has been really hard for a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the pandemic. And and I, I, I want to touch on that because there are some people who, it's especially with the pandemic, even before it, there were people who were on the brink of depression, mm-hmm. right? It was going to happen, but then something as massive as, as the pandemic hitting, it really got them and put them in a really dark place. And, yeah. and even before then, yeah, me, well, honestly, me too, up mm-hmm. until the end of last year, that's why I really went on a big kick for mental health and mental health awareness, mm-hmm. right? Because it catches the best of us. And yeah. the reason I'm saying that is because I don't want people in HR right now who experience something traumatic or experience something bad to let that continue to haunt them. There is a possibility to make a positive experience out of that later on in life. 
exactly how you say, just keep looking for your passion, keep finding your passion and trying mm-hmm. to turn all those negative things that made you who you are today into something that's going to help you and your family going forward, which is following your passion. Exactly how you yes. do it. Yes. Right? Yes. It may, maybe it's a creative outlet or maybe it's not, maybe it's just helping others. Maybe it's staying in HR, but finding a way, you know, to bring HR is all about people, right? That's why it's the human resource. That's right. And anytime you're working with people, there's a chance you can positively impact someone's life. Awesome. That's just golden. So the big question, are you going to come back on the show? I need you back on the show later on. I need Absolutely. I be- we didn't even talk about hallway going away parties. We did it. We didn't, we didn't talk about French fry thievery with banana replacements. <laughs> okay. There, Let's leave that for next time. Teaser for the next episode. Teaser for the next one. I will, <laughs> I will end, I will end this show on this. I remember one of my greatest memories is, uh, um, it wasn't even at work. It wasn't even at work. It's when the Twilight movies were out. And I know at work, <laughs> Our crew, our crew had a lot of uh, a big twilight fever. Now, in the crew that that we had, I think there was only two guys, just me and somebody else. That's it, right? Everybody else were women. Who was it? It wasn't Michael. Well, I don't remember who no, it was, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it's um, no it's, names. Yeah, no names, no names. <laughs> so, but I remember no because I remember we used to have those. Uh, remember the the monthly lunch club that we get in trouble for. We started the oh, yes, monthly lunch, lunch club bunch. and we got, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that next time. Uh, You're the one that picked a vegan restaurant before I was even vegan. I did. <laughs> I did just, okay. So, so I'll say, <laughs> so I'll say this, I'll say this. We started doing that. Um, we were going out to, it's a regular Monday to Friday, nine to five job right in downtown Orlando. And we kept going to the same places for lunch and we got bored of it. So I think me and this other person decided to put together the super secret lunch club where yes. every month we'll pick a, somebody picks a place to go, but nobody else knows where it is. They have yeah. to at least taste it, taste something so long as they don't yeah. get an allergic reaction or religious reason. Anyway, so everybody, <laughs> every month. Why do you have to put the HR caveat no, in because there? <laughs> it's, it's, it's in my blood. So, right? <laughs> but no, but it started with two of us. And then the next month, it was five of us. And it kept growing to the point. It did. I was so jealous of you guys going to Super Secret yeah. Lunch before I was invited with yeah. the cool kids. I can't even tell you the envy I saw with you guys all happily leaving with your, you know, skipping out the door. Oh, dude, it was great because it got to the point. It was like, what, 15, 20 of us? Yeah. And it got to the it got point. It to be too much. That. We had to get a talking to and say, you can't do this anymore. Everybody's going out (laughs) way too, you know, at the same time. But it was great. We got to know downtown Orlando. We picked different places. And to be honest, I was trying to be an ass because the other person, I'm not going to say her name. We always had a rivalry. Her name starts with an S. I love uh-huh. her to death, right? I know exactly <laughs> right? who you're talking about. I and love then, her. And then I'm like, you know what? If she's going to do this, fine. Vegan. I'm going to pick a vegan restaurant <laughs> and piss everybody off. And I'm thinking they were going to get mad. We got there. They loved it. And I'm like, well, <laughs> boo-hoo on me. <laughs> right? 
how's that for a, I know, right? a table turn for but you? But 15 years later, we're still talking about it. That was the first time yeah. somebody had to have a conversation with me, discipline-wise, about going to lunch. Because, like, you guys, this is way too – because it grew out of our control, right? It did. No, but did. And I get it from a business perspective, but at the same time, don't you want your employees happy and connecting and having something to look forward we to? We had such a good time with it. We really we did. did. It was great. We did. But next time we have to talk about the ruined Halloween costume contest oh that we had. Partly me and my crew can't come as inappropriate prom queens and ruined it for everyone. You know what? Forget it. Let's talk about it now. Forget it. I want to talk about that. <laughs> it's the perfect freaking this is why HR sucks and also why I don't belong in <laughs> corporate world. You know what? Let's break you know what? Forget it. Let's just forget the time limit. Let's talk about that one now. I'm so give people the premise of what happened with that because I can't wait okay. till next time for for, right, for that so, story. It was all just like a lot of places. There was the ongoing uh, Halloween dress up and we'll have a contest and everybody bring a potluck or whatever. Uh, Me and my crew of of our friends, uh, co-workers decided we wanted to do like a group theme. Mm -hmm. So we all decided to I don't know who came up with the idea. Probably me because it's in my my sick mind would come up with something. (laughs) We all wanted to be Miss something like a prom queen. (laughs) But so great. It was that, so we had Miss Behaven, and she was dressed up kind of slutty. We had Miss Conception, which I think was me, and it was a pregnant prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Miss DePill was oh another God. pregnant prom queen. <laughs> and so we dressed up. And then another girl, I don't know what she was thinking, but she wore the shortest skirt I've ever seen. Her nana was hanging out all day long. We were like, what was she thinking? And so then after that, guess what? No more Halloween. No no more Halloween stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This was the sign from the universe number 722 that I don't belong in corporate America. Now, wait, Jackie. Now, from... I'm going to clock in real quick. From an HR perspective, yet I was wrong. Yeah. From from a human perspective, <laughs> that shit was hilarious. It was. was hilarious. So much has happened in that building that I'm like, this is not how I'm going to be. This is not how I'm going to lead, right? Because there was mm-hmm. a lot of, again, I'll say it, there was a lot of lack of leadership there. I remember yeah. one time, this is. This He's is, not a listener, right? It, it, it's, it's, I don't care at this point, right? <laughs> There was a point I remember that our focus was always on the wrong thing because I remember mm-hmm. this one person we used to always come downstairs and get our coffee, not the coffee upstairs, but our coffee, right? Oh, and we I used to have an talking. yeah, and then we had an issue. We're like, hey, a lot of us put money into this. If you're gonna, we'd love for you to join in, but yeah, just put, chip in, chip in, right? It, it again, it wasn't a, it, it wasn't breaking our problem. bank, but it's just to respect yeah. out of it. Anyway, so Absolutely. he's like, yeah, hey, whatever. But he didn't do anything, so we didn't stop him from doing it fine. Yeah. One day he came downstairs, and he he left his mechanical pencil next to it. Right? Oh, God. He leaves. Now, the only reason I know about this mechanical pencil is because about an hour later, the entire office got an email with a picture of the mechanical pencil that he didn't take because I – I don't know who would have a picture of a mechanical pencil in their pocket. What? But he the... got it from Staples and saying, 
I left this downstairs. Oh. Somebody took this. I need this back. This pencil is very something about very special. He made a big please, deal out of it. Please tell me you held the pencil hostage for coffee money. No, no, no. <laughs> no I did not. But uh. that's what he thought. That's oh what God. he thought. Nobody knew. Oh nobody knew anything about the pencil until we saw that email, and we're looking at him. Mean, he was dead serious about it. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, he is really into this pencil. So we decided, me and other people were like, you know what? This is an employer relations investigation. We need to find this pencil. We oh tore that big break room apart. We tore, Just because we had nothing better to do, Jackie. And did then, you have the pencil? No, I did not. Nobody knows what. He mm. lost it. Nobody had the pencil. He lost it, right? <laughs> or but, so you think. Well, oh, well, he's blaming everybody else for it, right? <laughs> My boss comes over. You know who she is. What are you yeah. guys doing? Man, this is a really important HR investigation. Uh, happened to It has to do with a missing and or stolen mechanical <laughs> pencil. Oh, that email that so-and-so sent? Yes, I'm taking care of this. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, I did a report. <laughs> I emailed it to him. <laughs> People I interviewed. I took oh it to the max. God. I don't know if you knew that or not. No, I, I think I do remember the email and going, what the actual fuck is happening here? But I was probably like tits deep in, uh, you know, benefits, open enrollment. Probably were, and yeah. And like, here well, I am investigating a, uh, a missing mechanical pencil, right? That now looking back into it, I would have bought one, right? And then taking a picture of it with a sign and a blindfold and some kind of a ransom letter. <laughs> I should have oh said that back to him. No, because come on, you're going to freak out over a if pencil. If you don't pay for the coffee, I give it another click. <laughs> you know, <laughs> every hour that passes, one more inch of this uh, lead is broken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, Jackie, that you is You can't write how, this shit. You can't. That, that is how. Why is it the people that work in HR are often the most just deranged and. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. For the same reason police officers for the same reason mm. firefighters doctors nurses and uh morticians have a sick sense of humor we tend to see now obviously i'm not comparing myself to a police officer or a firefighter but right. we see more of the negative side of humanity than not right because yeah. come on who calls hr True. and says hey someone so did a great job hardly anybody it's no. always negative it's always for a complaint and mm-hmm. Jackie, that's why I started doing HR my way, having a good time with it, because I got tired of that stigma. I got yeah. tired. Of, I got tired of catching people doing something wrong. So, so I know what I do. Ha! I caught you. What doing something right? Good job coaching that person and walk away. They're freaking dumbfounded, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that never happens. It never ever happens. So that's why HR people have that mentality, a little bit weird sense of humor, because mm-hmm. they see. Sometimes people at their worst at work, not in life. But That's at work. true. So it's true. It's true. Whether it be uh, somebody coming in to process a death claim for their spouse, and they're trying to get the life insurance, or they've had a divorce yeah. and they need to get them off their insurance, to an employee relations issue, to sexual harassment. It or, is. It's true. Or my favorite one. My my favorite story, and I'm not going to say a name. Somebody came in uh, wanting to add his baby to the plan. Oh, and, yeah. You know, to to a medical <gasps> plan. The... No, no, hold on. Hold on. 
I know where you're going. No, I don't know if you do or not. So he was like, hey, I want to, I just want to add a, uh, my kid to the plan. I'm like, oh man, congratulations, blah, 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 blah. What's the kid's name? You know, so, so he told me the, uh, the kid's name. Excellent. Hey, so I'm going to mail, so once I process this, you're going to get this card in the mail. Yo, no, 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 wait. Uh, I need that card to go to a different address. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, so you want to change the address? No, 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 no. Leave my address the same. Right, <laughs> these mm-hmm. cards go to this address. Mm-hmm. That one yeah. to that address. Can't and do that, buddy. It took me a while to figure out what was going on because yeah. I was like, "What? That's I'm- not his wife, no. baby." <laughs> <laughs> I'm I can tell you right now. And he's mad at me. It was like, "Why can't you just change?" I'm like, "I can't do that, dude. It's not my fault. You stepped out of lounge, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's not my fault." But dude, you see a lot of different things Props in there. Props to him for covering his uh, out of wedlock baby, though. <laughs> and that's the next book for Jackie Walker: Love and Wedlock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. god! But that also, you know, how you're talking about how you did, you know, change your approach. That's kind of why I came up with that web show that I was doing there. I wanted there to be a fun outlook with, when it comes to HR, because I think even the employee population thinks of HR in this negative light. Yeah. So I started that web show um, and made it fun and lighthearted for that same reason. I wanted people to be excited to watch and they'll learn a little something yeah. and we'll get the information out in a different way. It was that same exact theory it's, of, you know, trying to turn the 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 uh, the opinion of people and it's up to you to do that it really is up to you to 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 do that that's why i really want to harp on that to say again there is a possibility for you to turn a negative experience into a positive one you just have to find a way of how and Mm -hmm. reach out to somebody right because it's exactly how you did jackie you research 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 and you know it's you have a network of people that you keep that help you everybody else has to you just have to reach out and how could I have known many years later you was going to turn out to be an author, a best-selling author, mind you, according to uh, mm-hmm. to Amazon? But mm-hmm. I started telling the story of Twilight because um, when the whole Twilight thing was happening, um, I, I forgot which movie it was. The only reason I went to the movie theater to see it is because my mom wanted to see it, my wife wanted to see it, and my three nieces wanted to see it. So, all right, mm-hmm. let's go to the movie. So we all date, you know, went on this date night, all of us together. Yeah, I like what? popcorn. Let's yeah, go. right. Might as well, right? <laughs> we go to the movies. I walk in not knowing what to expect. I find out I make up seventy five percent of the male population in that theater. Right? <laughs> Just you, you're one person. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting and down. You, this is the twilight when they actually have sex. Yes. This is yes. Breaking Dawn Part One when they finally bang. So I'm sitting down. My mom's to my left, my wife is on the other side, and my nieces that are all underage are to my right. Again, I don't know about these books. <laughs> i never seen these movies before. And then, I, I don't know if I saw you first or you saw me first. You were behind me. Yeah, I forgot who I saw, saw who first. Line. And I'm like, holy that crap, that's Jackie. line up for movie seats. That's Remember right. That's right. And you were there with some people from the office as well. And Yeah, it was our crew. That's right. Oh. And I'm sitting down in... Again, I'm I'm not thinking about what where I'm at. I've never seen how impatient the ladies in this theater were because I'm the guy that loves previews. I love previews. Mm-hmm. I can't miss a previews. 
But we're sitting down, preview one. Everybody, oh, my God, get the movie going. Okay, jeez, Another relax. one. Preview two. Oh, my God, get the movie going. I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on? We were chomping at that bit. The very <laughs> first scene, Jackie, is yes. Wolf Boy running in the sure. forest. Coming off. Takes his shirt off. The whole yes. theater is screaming. We including did. Including my mom to my left. <laughs> so uncomfortable. I'm looking at her and I'm like, mom, isn't he like 17? Whatever. Like, you don't know where you came from. I'm like, oh my goodness. What are we doing here? <laughs> that was awesome when he ripped that shirt off. Yeah. I remember still. I'm sure you do, Jackie. And then the image, it made an impact on me. I decided to write about it. <laughs> it made an impact on me. See, my mom freak out. Mom. And then to the, to my right. It came the part when they're finally having sex or whatever, and yeah. I guess he strong and breaks the backboard. He broke that. My bag. niece to my Fine. left, who's like nine, right? Because again, I didn't know. She's like, oh. "Uncle Ricky, what are they doing?" I'm like, "Playing parties." He shut up, right? So <laughs> <laughs> the people in front of me started laughing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so many moves later, wrestling, baby. <laughs> he won. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable for me. <laughs> but I'm glad I get to share that with you, Jackie, because who would have known many moons late uh, years later? Not it was a fun memory. Plus, I remember um, J.R. are her initials. Sweetest little, not sweetest yes. little girl. <laughs> she snuck in bottles of wine, the little ones. That's my girl. That. That's my girl. <laughs> I looked over and I was like, that's fucking genius. Why didn't I ever think of that before? The little ones, the little oh, classic. Oh, ones. I know what you're talking Trust me. I don't know how I know what you're talking about. Because um, I did an employer relations investigation not to, uh, uh, two companies ago where <laughs> somebody told somebody else, he's like, oh, that looks like a nip, right? Like a vape. But the, but she oh. took it as like, what? <laughs> Romance authors think of no. <laughs> nips in another way. Well, but okay, okay, so that's that how this lady like thought nip. of it. File a huge complaint okay. saying she's going to sue. I talked to the guy and I'm like, what do you mean? No, dude, it looked like. Like those little small bottles, those little small alcohol bottles, they're called nips. I'm like, oh. oh. And Jackie, so it did look like it. It did look ah. like it, right? Because I saw it. I'm like, damn, he's right. <laughs> so I just, so I mean, obviously she wanted him fucked. She was offended. I told her, look, it's an honest mistake. That's really what it's called. I talked to the guy. And I'm like, dude, do me a favor. Don't make any references anymore. Just be careful what you say. She was still upset. Wanted to file as big. Go to the EEOC. I'm like, do your thing. Oh, my god! I did an investigation. That's not how he meant it. I coached him to be careful what he says. It's chill. Right? Just chill. But anyway. Did she finally go away? Um, yeah, I think she got fired for stealing. I don't know. I forgot what it was. <laughs> wow. Plot twist. Jackie, everything in HR is plot twist. You realize That's I true. did a two-day investigation yes. because somebody's steak was missing from the fridge. I did a two-day oh. investigation. This lady wrote a six-page beautiful dissertation about how her husband, who's a world-renowned chef, created this steak from scratch and grilled it to perfection. That's exactly how she wrote it. Jackie, this statement was so well-written, I gave it an A+. Plus. <laughs> I gave it Did you have your red pen out, but it never had to, make, I never, never had just, to meet the just, page? Just for the A+. Plus. Bravo. Then, Would she like to be an editor, proofreader for me? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, honestly, the reason I spent about so much time on this steak? steak the reason I spent so much time on this, honestly, because I'm like, I got to see this thing. Because you know I love to cook out. And I'm like, I want to talk to this guy. <laughs> we going to church. 
She, oh, dude, I can be here for days. I should write, you know what? You use your HR experience to write romance novels. I'm going to use mine to write horror, um, horror, um, uh, just a horror book, horror stories. That's what I'm going to do. You're, you could write, like, I actually want to use some of that shit. So let's talk offline because I was just, remember my third book, I wrote, uh, kind of an HR based perspective in love and other lies about a girl that was feeling fat shamed mm. because of the exercise breaks they took during the day. And she was being, yeah, I know that came from our, I know where that came from. Yeah. Um, and I, so she was a side character, mm. but I gave her a little mini happy ending at the end of that book too. So that was therapy for me. I gotta <laughs> read this shit now. I gotta read it. I said, now I'm, I'm really interested in these. I'm going to buy all five yes i'm gonna buy all five you should so it'll improve your love life if anything and and that's just a bonus how do you know my love life (laughs) not that you need it how do you know and yeah no shit i do need to buy these books i really have to buy them everything needs improvement there jackie everything needs improvement better communication is all i can say that's the the motto in hr and in romance no i'm sorry the right communication the right That's communication, because I, I yeah. and so I said this story here a bunch of times, but I don't think you've heard it. Um, I I speak to my wife very differently when it comes to HR, uh, because it's 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 I've learned that husband answer is very different than HR answer, right? And when she mm-hmm. comes home and tells me all these stories and things that happen at work, and um, I I always ask her, "You want the husband answer? Or you want the HR answer?" And uh, she's like, it's the same. I'm like, oh, mommy. It's no, so it is not. And uh, when she's like, no, uh, no, all no. right, give me the HR answer. And I tell her, well, you messed up. And here's why. Because of this performance and that. And she could write you up, blah, 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 blah. She's like, oh, <gasps> uh, uh, fuck that. Give me the husband answer. All right, husband answer. Baby, she crazy. I can't believe she did that. Let me know. I will help you write the EEOC complaint. Let me know if you need Vaseline. We'll go over to the parking lot. Keep her fucking car. We'll do it. We got this shit. I got you, boo-boo. <laughs> I'll hold your earring. Okay? I'll hold your earring. You let me know. <laughs> I learned. It's two completely different answers. So It's totally different. Yes, right. communication. You're a good husband. I can tell already. It's, uh, I've, I've learned the let hard way, Jackie. Let me to verify. Let's fact check that. <laughs> I've learned the hard way. Trust me on that. Yeah. So, so look, we've been on for an hour, a half hour what? longer than normal. See, I told you this thing can go really fast, right? Wow. I want I want to set up a time for you to come back. This was awesome. We have a lot to talk about from previous experiences that may or yes. may not be the ingredients necessary for a killer killer book whether it's a romance novel or on your end or a short horror story on my end which based on steak and mechanical pencils <laughs> we haven't even talked about the coffee piece i have it after but we'll do that later oh so, my gosh so jack and then the coffee that was too strong down the hall <gasps> and, and, i remember that and the dr pepper Oh, I don't know that one. Save that for next time. Next time. Put a pen in it. I will put a, pen, a mechanical pen in it. All right. <laughs> so, Jackie, what is... We're wrapping it up. Yeah, we are. What are some of the best ways people can reach you or purchase your book? Um, all my books are available on Amazon. So, if you just search Jackie Walker Kindle, they will come up. Uh, you can also search Love and Other Chaos, and that will link to the other books. That is the first book in the series. They're standalones, but you can read them in order for the maximum enjoyment. Uh, I have a website, 
uh, www.authorjackiewalker.com. Very original. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm also available at author Gmail, authorjackiewalker at gmail.com. All my social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, author Jackie Walker, and you will find me. And I post funny shit. I post sexy shit. I post irreverent crazy shit. So follow me and, uh, Let's let's do this. Don't open it if yeah, you're at the office. Come back. This is so fun. <laughs> it so is fun. fun. All right. For ladies and gentlemen, well, first of all, Jackie, thank you very much. I really, really do appreciate your time. You're definitely gonna come back. This was fun. Until next time. Talk to you. Have a good one. All right. All right. Thanks, Bye. everybody. All right, come on. Tell me, tell me that wasn't awesome. This show right here, it was supposed to be 30 minutes, but we got talking about all the HR horror stories that led her to where she is right now and that led me to where I'm at right now that kind of shaped my career, my output, my outlook on human resources. But folks, I promise you, we are going to do another show, an episode dedicated solely for HR horror stories. So Big thank you to Jackie Walker for spending time with me. I really appreciate it. And for everybody else who's listening, folks, remember, JC and I will be at this year's Space Coast HR Conference on April 20th. That's happening this year. It has been confirmed. JC is going to be coming down from Buffalo. I will be there with the HR podcast uh, crew and equipment um, documenting the entire event. Tickets are available. You can go to spacecoasthrconference.com. You'll be able to find tickets there. In the next coming weeks, the next coming months, uh, JC and I are going to have um, the speakers from that event. We're going to be interviewing them, seeing who they are, what they're all about, and what they're going to be talking about. But that's coming up here in the next couple of weeks. So go ahead and go to spacecoasthrconference.com. You'll be able to find tickets there. And also, if you have any questions, if you have any suggestions for the show, you like us, love us, don't like us, whatever it is, it's up to you. Uh, go ahead and send me an email at ebaez at biasco.com. That's ebias at biasco.com. That way, um, you know, if, if you have any type of suggestions for the show, for topics, please let us know. And uh, you can find us at hrtalkpodcast.com or biasco.com, or you can download us at wherever you download your favorite podcast platform, whether it's uh, Stitcher, whether it's Player FM, whether it's Google Play. Uh, Spotify, or even iTunes. Go ahead and subscribe. Give us a like. Let us know what you think. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it, and we'll see you next week. Have a good night. Drive safe. Have a good one.